Internet, what is up? Well, it's Wednesday. Wednesday night. And what happened today? No weapons free Wednesday on time this morning. And the reason for that <clears throat> was because I was driving back from the Great Pacific Northwest. And that's a multi-day drive. And there just wasn't time or Wi-Fi access to get an episode of Weapons Free Wednesday recorded. We like to do them kind of close to Wednesday because of current event issues, uh, which is a lesson that I learned over doing podcasts with Andy Stumpf at Cleared Hot. We would jump on and do pull out a Friday segments early to get out ahead of things, get episodes in the can, and then a current event would hit that people would go crazy, the internet would erupt, and then people would want to know what we thought about it, and then we would air an episode that had nothing to do with current events. So I try, because of that, learned a lesson there, trying to record things closer to Wednesdays. So usually that Monday or Tuesday, I will sit down and try and get things recorded, usually Monday, and then it'll go Kato for editing on Tuesday, and then we'll put it up on Wednesday. So apologies, we're running behind, but uh, that's okay. Don't panic. Everything will be all right. I appreciate everybody that DM'd me while I was driving. Finally got home. Got home to Salt Lake. 15 inches of snow dropped last night. I thought that that was pretty fucking cool because we need the moisture. And I like snow sports, particularly snowboarding. So I was excited to see we're getting some snow. So let's hope it starts dumping in Wyoming soon because I'll be spending Christmas with Cato, participating in Christmas cheer and snowboarding with him, hopefully, if we get snow up there, which we've gotten some, but it's not great. Certainly wasn't 15 inches. So there's that. Uh, What do we got? Let's get the business stuff out of the way. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Capital City Wealth Management, our good friend, Corey Schroeder. Great dude. If you haven't, if you don't know about Corey Schroeder, check out episode 11 we did with Corey. We sat down with him, talked about who he is and what he does. And he is a lot of things. He is a Afghanistan vet and a still current Wyoming National Guardsman, still serving, still putting on the uniform, still getting up, doing the thing for America, which thank you very much, sir. And uh, he is more commonly and recently a broker and financial planner and manager. So what are we doing with him? We are trying to retire so that we can die someplace warm. Particularly, we're starting to get into the crypto stuff. I don't know about you guys, but crypto is very interesting to me. And I've known about it for a long time. And I've done quite a bit of research on it. And I kick myself in the ass because I think like five years, four years ago now, it went from like Bitcoin went from like $12,000 and dipped all the way down to 2000 bucks. And I had enough to like buy, I don't know, six, five or six coins. I think at, at that price point, I think I could have gone in for 10 or 12 grand at that point. And then... It rallied, and uh, now it's, I checked it today, it's like $42,000, I think. But uh, it was up to $64,000, which I thought was awesome. And uh, it's up and down and all over the place, but it's holding tough still in the uh, five-figure range, so that's that's awesome. So I'm trying to figure out more about cryptocurrencies. I'm doing a little more research, looking at other coins. I mean, Bitcoin's the obvious easy choice, but yeah, cryptocurrencies. We're, we're diving into that. We're exploring that. And he's a man. He's the man for that. He's He's got an amazing crypto portfolio that he showed me in his crypto account. And he's, he's kicking ass over there. So I trust a guy that can uh, kick ass as much as he has in crypto to help guide me. And he's great at a, a wide variety of other things. Very knowledgeable in IRAs and all types of funds and investments in the stock market. And it's his job. It's his wheelhouse. It's what he does. And he's really good at it. So I highly recommend if you are wanting to know that, even if you're just curious, like even if you just need some questions answered, just get a hold of the guy and uh, you can get a hold of him in a wide variety, semi-wide variety of ways. 
You can get a hold of him on Facebook at Capital City Wealth Management. Just go ahead and get in there, shoot him a message. And then he also has a phone number that you can reach him at, 307-222-8498. So give him a call. He'll give you a free financial consultation and breakdown if you're listening to the podcast. Tell him we sent you. And uh, pick his brain. Anything, just pick his brain. Get your questions answered. Very, very knowledgeable guy. Subject matter expert, for sure. So swing over there and talk to him. Okay, well, that wraps up business stuff. So we're going to get this recorded, and then we're going to get this out to you guys, hopefully tomorrow. So without further delay, let's fucking G-O. Because I'm so fucking good! Hey, get some, baby! Get some! Get some! Get some! Get some! Get some! Come on! Get in! Come on! Get some! Get some! Yeah, yeah! Okay, well, let's get after it. We don't have questions tonight. I opted to not do questions. We are just going to do a kind of a recap and rant a little bit about some things, some happenings, some goings on of what's going on. And the thing I want to kind of talk about tonight, and I don't feel like I'm beating a dead horse here because it's pretty much one of, it's like the main thing that it's affecting American lives right now. That's our lovely, it's the COVID shit that's going on right now. So I don't know, for those of you that aren't aware, Joe Rogan just had, and I, Mike Glover and I both put it up on our, on our uh, stories because we both follow Joe very, very closely. And he had a uh, doctor come on the podcast, a Dr. Uh, Peter, Dr. Peter McCullough. I think that's how you pronounce it, McCullough. And it was a three-hour podcast, but the guy is a leading cardiac doctor, heart doctor, uh, for those of you that don't know what cardiac stuff is. And then he's also an epidemiologist. He is one of the most published and peer-reviewed doctors, not only in the United States, but in the world. And uh, he is a very for lack of a better term, decorated doctor. Like he's got tons of accolades and uh, we can just go over a little bit of his bio. And what I find funny is I pulled a little bit of his bio off of Wikipedia and Wikipedia, even Wikipedia. These motherfuckers, I'm so tired of the trash talking that's going on and people just like slandering each other. Like the, just the, the left side of the house that's in charge of running all of the tech platforms. Just like fucking, can we please get some, can we get a return to objectivity for the love of fucking everything? That is great about this and the First Amendment because I am so sick to death of the cancel culture and the censorship and all the other bullshit that's going on. But if you get in on Wikipedia, uh, his career after receiving his MPH, McCullough was a cardiovascular fellow at William Beaumont Hospital in the Detroit metropolitan area until 1997. He then worked successfully at the Henry Ford Heart and Vascular Institute in Detroit until 2000, served as a section chief of cardiology of the University of Missouri, Kansas City School of Medicine, and returned to William Beaumont Hospital, where he worked from 2002 to 2010. He spent the next four years as chief academic and scientific officer of the St. John Providence Health System. Oh, yeah, I'm sure this guy has no fucking clue what he's talking about. He's the leading scientific officer of the St. John Providence Health System in Detroit. Yes, I'm sure I'm sure he's a fucking quack. Uh, you usually get assigned to super elite positions in the medical community by having no fucking clue what you're talking about or being crazy. So I find it hysterical, like my DMs erupted and like I, I've been just tracking what's going on, the happenings and the goings on of social media and like watching mainstream media now bite into this and put their bullshit two cent slant on it because Joe put this out, you know, had him on as a, as a guest and he, you know, frankly, the guy dispelled a lot of 
um, a lot of myths with COVID that make sense. And the guy's got really good medical chops and is a very, seems to be a very experienced and knowledgeable doctor to me. So this is part of the reason why Americans are fucked up and, I mean, polarized because those of us that try and stay in the middle and try to keep politics out of things and, like, you know, do things like research and follow, you know, scientific method and critical thinking and all that stuff and try to have, you know, try to do, try and find the, try and sift through the bullshit that's out there. We try and do a good job at that. And this is where we run into problems. And I pushed this out to some people that I knew it was going to piss off because I want them to check it out because I thought it was pretty, pretty profound. He even said a few things that surprised me. And it, it isn't just so you know, an anti-vax tirade, but the, uh, the, he, the guy had some very remarkable things to say. Uh, anyway, let's continue with his let's continue with his uh, bio real quick. So he's the scientific officer of the sci- of the St. John Providence Health System in Detroit. Before joining Baylor University Medical Center in 2014, McCullough entered into confidential separation agreement with Baylor and Scott White Medical Center in February 2021. Uh, in July, in response to his promotion of misinformation about COVID. Okay, so see, this is what I'm talking about. Like, we're in the career block right here, and these guys want to plug a bunch of fucking bullshit in there. Now, maybe that did happen, but okay, great. I'm not saying that 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 didn't happen, but when we're just trying to talk about the guy's career, you're already basically trying to discredit the guy. You're already trying to like character assassinate by saying, oh, well, he got dismissed for for whatever, for for misinformation about COVID-19. Here's what I find funny, but we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. I don't want to, I don't want to lose track of what I'm doing here. But anyway, they tried to sue him apparently. And that's usually what happens when you are trying to cut new ground in any space that people are uncomfortable with, or people have an agenda and they will try and come out and ruin your life. But we've seen it happen time and time again with what's going on out there with social media and people doing character assassination shit. I mean, like, look, Mike Glover's my most immediate example. Guys is trying to, you know, spread the word on preparedness and educate his fellow Americans and keep them up to speed. And social media hates him and does everything they can to subvert him because he is, he stands for what's good in America and he's a great dude and he's doing good things. And so it's counter to their narrative. It's counter to their agenda. They hate guns, they hate America, they hate the Second Amendment, they hate everything. So they are going to try and character assassinate him and fuck with his platforms. And they do it on a very regular basis. And we're seeing that across the board, all over the place. I'm sure it's only a matter of time before these cunts catch up with me. For right now, I don't think I'm moving the needle enough to... I, I think I'm still flying under the radar. I don't have 2,000... We don't have 200,000 people following us yet. But we're, we're going to work there. We're going we're gonna to hopefully get our way, get there, so that we can put out great, uh, great podcasts and great information and discuss things like this. Put this out for discussion. Let me see here. Other research has included uh, his relationship with heart disease and kidney disease, risk factors for heart disease, and a member of the Conservative Advocacy Group and Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. Okay, so then that was a very quick blurb on his career, and they put some coarse slander shit in there, and then they immediately dive into COVID-19 and misinformation uh, they shit talk his, uh, he was one of the early proponents for outpatient treatment. His whole thing is like, why aren't we trying to treat people prior to them coming into the hospital and being hospitalized? Uh, and I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Why, or why weren't we? And why are, why is it such a big deal now that we try and do that? And yes, he did discuss during the podcast, he did discuss, uh, while he was, you know, talking to Joe, he did discuss ivermectin and, oh, what's the other drug that he was... T- He's a big proponent for hydroxychloroquine, and he was discussing the, the benefits of that. And, of course, because he's a, a proponent for that, you know, 
people are going to come out and try and immediately discredit him and try and tear him down. And that's why the media is going crazy right now. And that's why everybody's having a fit about this because he pretty much outs a lot of, you know, a lot of institutions. But uh, I find it, you know, to on the tail end of this, like, even Fauci himself is coming out and saying, well, maybe the vaccine, maybe the vaccines aren't as effective as we think they are. And maybe, you know, it's making the infection worse when you get it. Yeah, no fucking shit. A lot of us have been saying that since, since the beginning, especially me. And I'm so sick of how what this whole issue has done to our country. I don't like the polarization that's occurred. I don't like the things that are happening that are just crooked and shady as fuck from our elected officials holding stock positions and pushing, you know, mandates and things on people to basically increase their financial position. I find that there's something very, very wrong about that. I find that is a very, uh, I, I think that's a huge conflict of interest for what you're supposed to be doing and holding office. And I have a huge problem with that. I think that, you know, if you are I'm not I'm not an anti-capitalist I'm not into I'm not against people making money but I'm also I think there's definitely a right and left lateral limit if you're an elected official to be pushing and mandating and making laws so that you can improve the basically your uh, position in your stock portfolio I have a fucking huge problem with that so I don't like any of the things that are going on right now so it's a uh, it's a big problem in this country still. And I don't, I, it's not going anywhere anytime soon, but this podcast was really great. And I wanted to bring it up and I want to talk about this guy a little bit because he really illuminates a lot of things that I found very fascinating and shocking. Like one of the things that he talks about is he, he talks about it's, it's a one and done virus. He is of the belief uh, that when you contract the virus and you get it once and you get antibodies for it, it doesn't, you can't get it again. And uh, that blew me away. I was like, whoa, wait, what? And I think it blew Joe away too. <laughs> so Joe had to ask him to repeat himself when he said that. So it's a great, great podcast. And then I highly encourage everyone to go take a listen to it. But he had some interesting things, very interesting things to say about the state of readiness just in terms of the medical community. Like he presented a, he basically challenged all of his peers across the medical community in the United States and globally to, you know, why aren't we doing early treatment of this when this thing first started breaking out? And, you know, our good friend Chaz, Dr. Chesington Farnsworth, he loves to talk about Hanlon's razor. And Han, the, Hanlon's razor, what is Hanlon's razor? Hanlon's razor is the simple law that states do not attribute to malice, which can be explained by stupid. I'm a victim of this sometimes. Sometimes I'm not being malicious. I so just fucking dumb and fuck up and gets me in problem. It gets me in hot water. But uh, that's neither here nor there. All of us are kind of a little bit guilty of being ignorant sometimes in certain capacities. I try to do my best every day to a well-rounded, well-read, objective human being. Um, but just there's too many things at this point in the game that are just pushing me further and further away from being able to be objective about COVID because there's just too many, like, I want to be objective with the science. I want to be in objective with the data. And it's really sad to me because in my opinion, I think really we've lost sight of that. Like we've let this become a polarizing issue and politically. Like if you're on the left side of the house, you're a, a vax Nazi and you are demanding papers from people and you are doing anti-American things in my opinion. Okay. Like we're breaking so many fucking laws and I guess there's some, I, I think we're breaking the shit out of HIPAA laws, uh, you know, medical privacy. What the fuck happened to medical privacy? I don't like to walk into a restaurant and have somebody say, yeah, can I, can I see your vaccination card, please? And then here's the other thing that fucking kills me. 
when that happens, I still look in these restaurants when I'm getting turned away at the door because I don't have a Vax card. And then all of a sudden, I'm like looking through the window. Everybody in the joint is still wearing masks. What kind of special fucking retards are you? You're up there with the fucking idiots that drive around in their car with their mask on by themselves that are probably fucking vaccinated. You people are fucking a special kind of stupid. I'm sorry. I know that's rude. I just can't help myself anymore. I just can't, can't keep it in anymore. I'm just, I'm not going to. So I guess if you, if you're that person and you listen to my podcast, it doesn't mean I hate you. Okay. Doesn't mean I hate you. It just means maybe get your head out of your ass. Okay. Maybe wake the fuck up and smell the flowers. Take the fucking mask off. Smell the flowers. Okay. Cause you're a fucking dumbass If you're driving around vaccinated in your car by yourself. Okay. You're also a dipshit. If you go to your, one of your little special Nazi fucking restaurants where only fucking vaccinated people can get in and you're in there still putting a mask on to walk back and forth to the vac bathroom, okay? Everybody in the place is vaccinated. You can't get in without a vax card. Why the fuck are you wearing masks? It's like riding around in your car with your mask on by yourself, vaccinated. Stop being fucking retards, okay? And at this point in the game, like, sorry, we've got a really good friend of the podcast. She's a great human being. She's awesome, okay? Fucking awesome person. Guess what happened? She just got her third booster. And then three days later, lost her sense of taste and smell, freaked out, went down, got a COVID test, boom, pop positive for COVID. Now, does she really have COVID? I don't know if she does or not. Because if you listen to the podcast with Dr. Peter McCullough and Joe, they explain all of that. His, if I'm not mistaken, and I could be misquoting there, so here, so make sure you check out the podcast and listen to it for yourself. Because there's a lot of information he put out and it's a three-hour podcast and I did not take notes. I'm just shooting from the hip here right now. But he is talking about how the spike proteins don't leave your body. It takes your body 12 to 15 months to heal and get rid of the spike proteins. So his argument is the people that are going in and getting two shots or, th or a third booster now are, if they were, were sick or they have uh, gotten the um, third, third booster, their spike proteins are jammed through the charts. And now you may go in there and your body's going to react to that. And then you're going to go in there and it's going to look like you're going to pop positive on the COVID test. So that could be what happened to our friend. Or maybe because Fauci's now sitting on TV being like, well, maybe the vaccines are making it, you know, maybe the vaccines are making the infection worse. Maybe they're not as effective as we thought they were. And then the other thing that he talks about in depth is the FDA standards for if people die. Okay. And according to Dr. McCullough, like, uh, uh, I think he said if 10 people die, they put like warnings, like with the red, the red alarm bells and warnings go off. And then if uh, up to 120, it was either 120 or 150 people die, they pull it off the mark. We've had 18,000 deaths related to the vaccine. 18,000. 18,000 deaths. Okay, wake the fuck up, people. All right, this is not FDA approved, okay? You are the science experiment. If you got the vaccine, guess what? You're in the control group. You are the fucking science experiment right now because this didn't go through proper testing and it's not FDA approved. There's not one FDA approved vaccine that we have that we're using on COVID right now and 18,000 people have been killed, okay? So I have problems with that. If you don't have problems with that, you, you need to check yourself because we are being fed a line of fucking garbage about this vaccine, okay? There's too much shady shit that has surrounded this whole entire thing from the virus coming, how, how it got here. Like, why has there been no investigation? Why has there been no investigation on how the vaccine, or I'm sorry, not the vaccine, how the, how the infection even made landfall in the United States? Like, where did it come from? Okay. And why is Fauci sitting in front of a Senate panel lying his ass off about the NIH funding the uh, advance of activation of the, the virus? Like, why were they experimenting with that? 
And then he lied about that. And he's just, he's been caught lying red-handed. And then he just continues to perpetuate the lie. And then he's flip-flopped 500 billion times. These are the people that we have leading our country right now, making decisions for the rest of us that are fucking up everybody's lives right now. Okay. So I go back to, is the virus real? Sure, it's real. I'm not in virus denial and I never have been. Is it bad enough that we need to have a five alarm fire and make all these stupid choices and do these stupid things that our leadership is doing and have the fallout and the after effect be a loss of freedom, okay? I never thought that I would live in the United States and be able, and have to show and have to have my medical privacy violated to get into a fucking restaurant to eat dinner. It's fucking stupid. And I don't know if maybe I'm just the luckiest guy in the world. Maybe I'm just the luckiest human in the world. But I haven't gotten sick one time. And I've been exposed to the virus numerous times. Numerous, numerous times. I've traveled all over. Okay. I was an asshole that didn't wear my mask. Everybody knows that. I didn't, I fucking was super anti-mask. Didn't wear a mask for the first year this shit was going on. I was like, take your mask and shove it up your ass. I'm not doing that shit. And I didn't. And... I loosened. I relaxed on that. I capitulated a little bit with the mask thing. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. Okay. I guess it's not that big of a deal. But still, there's no fucking science to support the mask bullshit still. And if you listen to Dr. McCullough, who talks about it briefly, he's saying that the virus, which we already knew this, it's been discussed before. The virus is 0.01 microns. Everybody's mask that they're running around with only stops 0.3 microns. So like virus can still travel through your mask, people. Okay. Does it stop larger droplets? Sure. Sure it does. Sure it does. If you sneeze or cough or whatever, yeah, probably stop a little bit of that. But there's still going to be some travel through there, especially when the mask gets saturated. And then, like, if you watch, people's, you can see the mask puff out and you can see air escaping through the top of people's noses and out the sides of the mask. Okay? Masks, masks are fucking stupid. And there's been no science. No science to support anything about mask see. And the second that the Dan Mask trial came out, Dan Mask 19 trial came out where they took 6,000, the Danes took 6,000 people and did a test. It was immediately tore down because no one, it wasn't in line with the fucking, they, they weren't getting in line. They weren't getting in line. They weren't doing what they were told. They weren't being good little robots. So everybody tore the shit out of the, out of the study. And that's the facts. Okay. There's been no credible scientific data done on masking. So what there is data on is how many people this has killed, how many people that this has killed and how many people that the vaccinations have killed. 18,000 people is what's been reported. So people, we need to wake up, okay? We need to wake up here. We got politicians that are making money off of this. They're taking away our freedoms. It's not great, okay? And it's causing a polarizing divide, okay? For all my people, maybe you're on the left side of the fence and you listen to the podcast. And for that, awesome. I love you. Get, come on in. Yeah, I, I'm not going to, I, I don't care what your pol political affiliation is. I care about the quality of your character. Just like I don't care what color you are, Okay. I don't care if you're fucking a purple alien from fucking goddamn Omicron, planet Omicron, okay? I don't give a fuck. If you're, the quality of your character is awesome, then you're an awesome person in my book, and I will sit and be objective and listen to anybody's argument, providing you're not acting like an asshole, or just refuting for the sake of refuting, because that's the thing that I run into constantly. Ran into it today in the DMs. I was like, hey, did you check out this podcast? Did you listen to this podcast? Oh, who was it? Oh, it was this doctor. Oh, he's a fucking quack. Oh, he's a quack. Oh, explain to me why he's a quack when he's like one of the most published doctors and he's one of the most published and peer-reviewed doctors and he's a leading cardiologist and an epidemiologist and he's being labeled as a quack because why? Where's your proof? Where's your evidence to the contrary? Is what I said. Because they were like, oh, he's been refuted in several medical, credible medical studies. I was like, great, provide them. Send them to me. Fucking provide them. Nothing. Didn't get anything. Okay, probably not going to get anything. Right? 
because that's how some people do business. Some people are just like cancel culture immediately. Oh, I pushed up against you and you're, you're what you believe in. And I asked you to provide some, some data or some proof backing up your position and you can't do it. Okay, well, that's fine. I guess we can't have a conversation. Okay, but if you want to come to the table, you want to have a talk, I'm all ears. I'm all ears. Love to learn something. Love to learn things all the time. I get proven wrong all the fucking time. Okay, and my friends know this. Like they, my friends prove me wrong all the time. And I'm like, yeah, that was an excellent point. I stand corrected. I have no problem doing that. I'm not a Kool-Aid drinker. I, prov- I pride myself on not being a Kool-Aid drinker. But you've got, a vaccina- you've got vaccinations here that are causing massive health problems in people and have killed 18,000 people. And then you've got, there's no FDA approval. It's rushed through. There's, we got some problems. We've got politicians making money off this shit. Making money off 18,000 dead people. Okay? I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. If you don't have a problem with that, fucking check your pulse. Because that's piss poor. And that's where we're at right now. That's where we're at. None of this is going to a good place. Look what's going on globally. The Germans, if you're not vaccinated, you're fucking in full lockdown mode. The Australians, the Australians have some super fucked up shit going on over there, down and down under. I don't know why there's not a civil war fucking firing up in Australia right now. Because I can assure you if they were fucking coming to my house and arresting me and taking me to a fucking COVID concentration camp and fucking sticking me in there and then telling me if I fucking cross the little yellow line, they're going to fine me 5,000 bucks. It would be bad. It would be bad. I'd become the leader of the resistance. The shit that was going on in Australia is happening here. I'm going to become the warlord of the Rocky Mountain States region, okay? Heads on pikes everywhere. You want to cross my little yellow line? Cool, I'll put your head on a pike. Don't fuck with me. Don't try and fuck with my freedom. Just don't, okay? Just don't. I put my life on the line nine times because I believe in this country, because I believe in our way of life, because I believe in the Constitution of the United States of America, because I believe in our First Amendment rights, because I believe in our Second Amendment rights, all of them, the whole fucking thing, okay? We come from a long line of, we historically come from a long line of people that told the world to go fuck off or doing it our way. That's in our DNA. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what political party you affiliate yourself with. That's the American DNA that's coursing through your veins right now. So if you're one of these people that's sitting over there on the left and you've completely drank the Kool-Aid and you've got your third booster, but then now you're sick as fuck and you've lost your sense of taste and smell and you pop positive on a COVID test and now you got to have a vax card to essentially do to go in and eat at restaurants. Like we got fucking big problems here. You need to wake up, wake up people. Okay. Because I don't really think at this point in the game. And I find it funny because everybody at the beginning of this in 2020, when I was raising these concerns and I was like, oh, this doesn't feel right. And I don't agree with this. And we're going down a bad road here. Conspiracy theory got labeled with conspiracy theory. When people were talking about, oh, there's going to be a digital health passport coming. Okay. Other countries are already fucking doing it. Canada's already doing it. I wanted to go up and see my friends in Canada. You know why I passed? One, because I don't have a fucking vax card to get across the border. But two, because they wanted to download a fucking contact tracing thing on my phone, an app, to track me. Track me everywhere I'm going in your country. I fuck straight off, okay? I'm not going to go into a foreign country where the government's tracking. Just sorry. Not doing that. Especially to a neighboring country like Canada, where we've shared continent and had a great rapport and relationship with Canadians since fucking Jesus was a mess cook. So... They're doing unethical shit there, and I just can't, I'm not going to participate in it. And I would urge everyone else at this point to start waking up because this is not America. This is not what we're about. No matter what color you are or what your political affiliation is, we're going down a really, really bad, super dangerous rabbit hole. It's only going to make things really bad and, and horribly if we don't correct course and wake up and start holding our politicians accountable for these these nonsense and not only not just our politicians but people that are in positions of authority across the medical community like Fauci fucking that motherfucker needs to resign 
He needs to be gone. He's flip-flopped so many times. Like, his call sign's Pancake. I'm going to call that motherfucker Pancake from now on. Okay? Flip that motherfucker flips like a pink. Okay? Just all over the place. All over the map. One day it's this, the next day it's that. Wear masks, don't wear masks. Okay? Get the vax. Oh, now the vax might not be as effective as we thought. Well, no shit. It's fucking killed 18,000 people, for starters. Okay? People are getting sick from it. So, I, where are those numbers at? Where are those numbers at? Where are the numbers? Where's the data? Who's tracking the data on people that are vaxxed that are getting hospitalized? Because I know it's happening. It's happening. It's not being talked about. Because that's a dirty little secret that if that gets out, oh man. So the mainstream media is going to do everything they can to try and subvert that. But I guarantee it's happening. I have friends in the medical community. I'm going to start reaching out to them all over the country. I'm going to be like, hey, is this happening? What's going on? How many times has this happened in your hospital? I'm going to find out because it's definitely happening. Okay. I already know of a couple instances. So people, we need to wake the fuck up. Okay. That's my COVID rant. Check out the podcast. I'm sorry. This has got to be short tonight. Got to kick this to Kato. He's got to edit this. He's got to kick it out tomorrow so we can get it out to you guys this week. Once again, apologies on not meeting the timeline, not meeting the time hack. It was on the road traveling. Got back here to 15 inches of snow. Uh, what do we got coming up? Let's talk a little bit before I sign off here on what's going to happen for the rest of the year. Okay, so I think we talked a little bit about maybe shutting down in January. We re-took a look at that and decided probably not going to do that now. But what we are going to do is we're going to alternate weeks to where on a Monday we're going to do, we're going we're gonna to knock it down to one episode a week. So we'll alternate back and forth. We'll probably have a guest going into the new year. And then the next week we'll do a weapons for Wednesday. And then the week after that, we will alternate back to just a guest and we will just knock it down to one episode per week going through January. January. I think we're capable of that. We got enough episodes in the can with guests that I think we can pull that off. So I think that's what we're going to do. Vice just taking off January and uh, enjoying the month and then going into SHOT Show and then doing all the interviews that I've got to have that I have lined up at SHOT Show. All my friends in the industry are going to be down there. So I've got some great guests that are going to be coming on and launching us into 22, which I'm really excited about. It's a new year. All right, rant officially ended. But go check that podcast out, Dr. Peter McCullough on uh, Joe Rogan. Super mind-blowing shit. So check it out and then do some research. Like I haven't completely bought off on the guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some back-end research too and check on some. I'm gonna write take some notes, write some stuff down. I'm gonna go check out some stuff myself because he said some really profound things that are so far. The antithesis of what everyone else is saying that I definitely want to do a little research of my own and check it out and look at some, probably some medical journals and do some other research. And I, I encourage you guys to do the same thing. Okay. All right. So we'll go ahead and wrap it up here. Everybody enjoy the rest of your week. And then uh, going into the last two weeks of this episode, we sat down with my friend, James Markham, good friend of mine, one of my peers in the industry. He's a great dude, designer, trainer, and great, great great dude uh, runs a company called Evolution One Zero, and he and I sat down for almost four hours. So we're going to divide that into two parts and that's going to round out the rest of 2021. So be looking forward to those episodes coming in the next two weeks. And until then, peace. Anyone who runs is a VC. Anyone who stands still is a well-disciplined VC. <laughs> Need more help.